you go ahead and give a little intro about yourself? Sure. Um, so I was actually lucky enough to stumble into clinical research while I was still in school. Um, I had realized that research is something that I had never really considered. And so I started off by just kind of helping out in a cognitive development lab. Um, and from there, I kind of realized that I really liked being a part of clinical research and clinical trials. Um, from there, I had decided to apply to a small CRO that had a position as a study manager open. Um, and I, I pretty much just had mentioned the coursework that I had done, which was some pharmacology coursework and um, pharmaceutical chemistry coursework, which gave me an understanding of the medications that are being tested. Um, and from there, I, I got hired as a study manager and I helped with the budgets and contracts and the um, site selection and all of the processes that go towards starting up studies and managing them from start to finish. Um, it was quite a role to take on um, as a senior in college, but I learned a lot from it because I pretty much started off at the deep end of the pool. Um, and as the studies um, came on, they needed a CRA to take care of some of the studies that were happening on the West Coast. Um, the CRO was just had one office in the East Coast, so when they had that unmet need, um, I kind of volunteered to, to take on that role so I could learn more about clinical um, research monitoring. Um, and that's where I really got my experience as a CRA. Um, and then shortly after, I realized that I wanted to actually get the experience as a clinical research coordinator. And I realized that I really needed that because um, in order to manage studies and manage sites and make sure everything is going as planned, um, you really need to understand what goes on at the site level. Um, and that's when I ended up switching my job to be a clinical research coordinator in the in, at a hospital mm -hmm. um, and I worked both in non-oncology and oncology studies okay. so I was there for about a year and five months um, and that's when a, I was contacted regarding a CRA position um, directly with a sponsor and so now just I've been there for a month um, and I'm really really liking it so my experience has kind of been um, from CRO to site to sponsor level CRA um, and then on the side more recently I started consulting um, and helping with patient recruitment strategies um, especially at sites where they struggle to recruit and with studies that have very strict inclusion exclusion criteria okay awesome wow so a lot to unpack there some really good information in there. So first, you you got your first job as a study manager, and you said you got that job right out of college, or you were working you were working as you were a senior in college on that job. Yeah. Um, and what year was this? Because I want to provide a framework and a context for people for like the years, because the industry goes up and down. So a lot of people may be having you know a hard time breaking in at certain times. Mm -hmm. So I want to just put that in perspective. So what year was that? And then how, how more specifically did that come about? Um, so that was May of 2015. Okay. Um, so as I was finishing up my, my second 
to last year in college, I really wanted to um, not just intern somewhere, but have a job that I could carry throughout my senior year and um, kind of extend through the possibility of a full-time position later on. Um, and I saw this one position posted on the career board. Um, and really, I didn't think that I would be selected for it because I was not a college graduate. I didn't already have research experience. But I sent my resume in with the strong cover letter just explaining what my potential is. Um, and I got selected for the position. So um, that was one thing I learned very quickly is that, you know, you don't want to overreach. Um, but if you feel like you can handle something, you definitely want to try and reach out and explain why you're qualified, even if you don't have that, you know, three years of experience exactly. or two years of experience. Exactly. Because you never know what they could be looking for at that time because what they post is just like the perfect ideal candidate and a right. lot of times they never come across that perfect ideal candidate exactly and the nice thing about this position was that originally it was supposed to be um full-time and because i was a student um the president of the company said that's more than fine like if you um can commit to 20 to 25 hours a week um okay. we'll take you on so that was a nice thing i think that the cover letter really helped um you know not it's not always easy to have to write a specific cover letter for every position when right. you're starting off but right. if you feel very strongly like if the location is great to where you go to school um and the hours may be flexible you definitely want to give a strong cover letter because that may make you stand out compared to other people that are applying that's true um okay that's interesting so that's that ironic you say the cover letter thing because i actually i don't advise against it but it does take time to like adapt it to a specific job so I, I typically say like save all those, but make sure you apply to the non-cover letter jobs also. Like bang, bang those out as quickly as possible. So then yep. you can spend more time working on the other cover letter jobs. Yep. Um, so that's interesting. So you were able to work that job in college 20 to 25 hours. 